Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the Life Force Movement Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well this uh, Sunday evening. I'm actually going to give the date. It's uh, May the 17th. Well, actually, it's May the 18th. I'm recording late today. Had a very long but productive weekend. Hope you guys had one as well. I'm excited to be here as always. And as we always say with the Life Force Movement, the key is to chi. Level up on your energy, everyone. Um, but today, you know, just uh, actually I wanted to have a little fun with, you know, a lot of times I'm very, you know, focused on, you know, what I'm talking about, what I want to convey to the audience um, to give you guys a glimpse of what's inside of me and, and some of the things that, I, that are that I'm passionate about that I feel that's essential to the to the layers of of self-development as as it, you know, self-development as it morphs into the the optimum health um, and wellness and lifestyle and all you know, with nutrition and modalities and all these things that, um, you know, we've talked about and touched on slightly, but we'll get deeper into as, you know, the episodes get, um, get more and more in depth, especially for people who are more interested in nutrition. Some people may be more interested into the, the modalities and get into the meditations or the affirmations or things like that. Uh, some people won't be more interested in, you know, lifestyle and different workouts and different things. You know, everyone is not a gym person. Everyone, you know, some people don't want to do yoga. Uh, some people don't even know there's different types of yoga to do. Um, I do a I do a power yoga um, and the, the I've been going to the same lady <laughs> for about 10 years now, but she's she's excellent and what she gives back to the community is just amazing so i found someone who um i am happy with but i open myself up to try other people as well and and there's a couple of other teachers i've heard good things about that i you know eventually i want to try but you know this podcast is for all people and all walks of life um, i do have a, a couple of things that i feel that i focus on that i do very well that, you know, I I would say eventually you'll hear more of that come out of the things that I talk about. But, you know, today I just want to keep it light. And I've uh, been a very busy last couple of weeks, so I uh, haven't had a chance to really get on here. And one of the episodes that I promise you guys, the purpose and process episode, that's probably going to be later on during the week. So I look forward to doing that and and also publishing a couple of episodes that I recorded already. So, you know, it's, it's uh, like I said, they're going to, you know, the episodes are going to get better and better. And um, I did a couple of impromptu episodes as well. So, like I said, just wanted to get good material and the quality of everything will get better as well. Um, I'm just fearless. You know, I, I decided to do it. And a lot of people have been challenging me to get my voice out there and my knowledge and wisdom of, you know, things that I that I'm passionate about. So I'm giving giving you guys this information raw, giving you my thoughts raw, unfiltered, uncut. And like I said, I always hope that you guys have value. And if you feel that you have questions or want me to talk about certain things a little bit more in depth, feel free to email me at the LF movement stands for life force. And the L and the F is capitalized at gmail.com. It's the LF movement at gmail.com. 
or you reach me at Life Force USA, Life Force Management USA at gmail.com as well. And uh, yeah, you know, one of the things I was talking about with a friend, and I thought this was pretty funny, because a lot of times people think that people who eat healthy or live a healthy lifestyle, they think, you know, we we just, you know, we, we leave work or we leave our day-to-day responsibility and, and go found a mountain somewhere away from everyone and just meditate for 10 hours at a time and then eat leaves and drink water from the spring and and we were monks and, and, and we look at life that way to where we're oblivious to pain, judgment, heartache, and all these different things. And even we, we embrace all that comes with, you know, even eating healthy. And, and I thought it'd be funny that, <laughs> you know, and I ask people this too, like, what, what is a healthy food that you absolutely can't stand, but you know it's really good for you? And what is an unhealthy food that you actually love? And someone kind of posed that question to me because, hey, man, what do you eat? Because uh, someone asked me my age and they didn't believe how old I was. And, and I was telling them, like, I still enjoy such and such, such and such. So so one of the things I'm going to share with you guys that I absolutely just don't care for. And it's, man, and it's Brussels sprouts. And I know that they're good for you. And they actually taste good sometimes. Just depends on who's preparing them. I've had some good Brussels sprouts, but I just, man, I just can't get with it, man. I I, I don't know why. Uh, well, I know why. It's a couple of reasons. Because sometimes when they're prepared wrong, they stink. And I'm really big on smell. That's just one of my things. If food doesn't smell good, I won't eat it. And uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my crosser bear. I don't like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so there you go. And you know what I love that's like actually really unhealthy? Love microwave popcorn and ginger ale. Like that's my thing. So and I like chips and salsa, but man, get me some microwave popcorn and, and a ginger ale and a and a good movie or Netflix and a game or whatever. I'm good. I'm good. I've um, and it's pretty bad because there's times to where if I couldn't, if I didn't have my pea protein or hemp protein to make my smoothie and I got done working out or whatever, or I did, I was too lazy or just too tired to go to a, um, especially when I was really committed to uh, eating vegan and, and for a while I was like 80% raw, I would uh, like, man, I don't feel like going here. I just don't really feel like making nothing. You know what? Uh, you know, I'm gonna eat popcorn and drink a ginger ale and then drink my alkaline water, make myself feel better. So, you know, we're all imperfect, man. You know, we all got our hang up some days. So, you know, for anyone that's listening, especially my friends listening, like those are the things that I, that I enjoyed. I don't like Brussels sprouts. So there you go. Um, but I, I got, a, I got, I got a friend here, you know, he's a beef eater, but he will eat Brussels sprouts. So there you go. You know, and, and with that being said, you know, I just I thought, you know, be interesting for anyone that's listening. You know, let me know some of the things that you enjoy that's, you know, that's not good for you. And, and some of the things that you uh, that you um, don't like that are that are very good for you. You just you just and I've tried to make myself eat them, you know, eat Brussels sprouts consistently. Just can't just can't. Now, I'll tell you something that I don't eat that I actually like. I don't eat as much 
but I actually do like it or drink as much like beet juice. Um, it's really sweet. And so if certain things are really sweet, uh, I, I can't tolerate too much of it. But I like beet juice. I should I should drink or eat it more or whatever, have it in my salads or whatever the case may be. But I just don't. So there's another thing. I should I should eat more beet juice. So so there you have it. So there, those are my flaws. <laughs> my only two. No, just kidding. But nevertheless, uh, let's let's uh, let's talk tonight. You know, what are the things that um, I wanted to talk about? And I don't know how long I'll go tonight, but <clears throat> when I'm having certain conversations with people and we start talking about health and just changing your lifestyle and I'll start asking questions and the thing that I'll get is, well, I'm this and I'm that and I've always done this. And I've always done that. I'm like, no, you haven't always done this. And I always ask people, when did you decide that this was permanent in your life? Right. And so I always, you know, and I want to talk about, you know, the, the title of this episode is like, when did you decide? When did you decide that certain things in your mind and your emotions was fixed? And I, I think I mentioned in an episode or two before is that there's a book called Mindset by by Carol Dweck, and it uh, talks about the fix and the growth mindset. Very good book. Go out and get it if you can. But, you know, I asked you guys, you know, when did you decide that you were born a certain way, you're going to die a certain way? When did you decide that you're only good at this and you're not good at that? Because I hear that a lot. Um, I hear people put limitations on themselves when it comes to their lifestyle, when it comes to their career, when it comes to their relationships, when it comes to their acceptance of what's um, what's real and what's not real, you know, what's, you know, even scientific or pseudoscience or whatever, you know, what's what's intuitive and what's linear. Uh, and, and this is, I'm going to say this to all my metaphysical people, you know, because there's a lot of people who have great knowledge, great um, understanding of life and the universe and laws of nature and, and things like that. And they should have a business, but they've told themselves that I just want to do it this way, but they won't adopt business practices. So they won't learn anything about business. They will go get a, books on the subject that they want to become experts in. But if you want to you know, have a business. You got to learn business. You got to learn sales. You got to learn these things. You got to learn these other components to be a success. So it's just not for people who maybe, you know, been going to their doctor for 20, 30 years and they just want to, you know, try some other things, you know, whether it's like I said, what I'm doing, um, adopting, you know, uh, uh, some holistic, you know, herbs or, you know, just living a more organic life, organic diet or whatever, but they're still going to their doctor and getting their checkups and stuff like that. You know, we have people like that um, or some someone that just wants to come totally onto, onto the, onto the side of just, Hey, I've just, I just want to try, you know, my friend was doing, I just want to try, you know, vegan, you know, vegan diet or whatever for a year, see how it works for me, have some health issues. So we got different types of people with different types of needs and different types of wants. But I always ask people, when did you decide? When did you decide that this 
was your truth. And and like I said to my to my metaphysical people, give you a prime example. Carl Jung, Sigmund Freud. Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, they studied, they studied astrology. But what does Carl Jung call astrology? He calls it archetypes. But he studied astrology. So these archetypes and these personality profiles and these tests that you take when you you get to a job and they want to know, you know, what kind of personality are you? And and a lot of that, you know, is derived from some of, um, you know, Carl Jung's, you know, archetypes. So what I'm saying is you can you can be into the more metaphysical, mystic arts or whatever you call, you know, whatever you you want to call it. But it's all about the way that you package it. And you could have a gift in other things that correlates with that, that you could make a really great living. But sometimes even people in that arena in which I, I love a lot of stuff about it, they decide that that's it. And they have to be a certain way because then they then they start to make other things wrong. You know, they start to make capitalism wrong. They start to make this wrong, start to make that wrong. I'm like, no, you have a gift to give the universe. You have a gift to give the world. But you still have to, from a business perspective, you still have to figure out how to package it. Some people feel it taints the authenticity of that. But when did you decide that? When did that become your truth? Because that's not my truth. For me, it's not my truth. I, And I've had people push me to start this podcast, you know, to start my business. To, you know, I've been taking courses and going to school and and, you know, I'm also an IT professional and, you know, doing all these things. And I have another business. So there's things that I've been doing, but I've had people very close to me for years. But what I had to what I had to really understand is like, Shante, when did you decide that you needed to wait until this happened before you did this? And I just decided to be fearless. I don't care if I'm flawed. I don't care. You know, I decided that, you know what, I wanted to give myself because I knew there was I know there's things that I know that can help people get to the next place in their life from a health perspective, from a lifestyle perspective, from a emotional wellness perspective. I know <clears throat> because of the very intense work and study that I've done and some in my own personal journey as well that I, that, you know, you'll learn about me, you know, through some of these episodes and, or if you're a client of mine, you know, I I share. And so I challenge you guys, ask yourself, when did you decide, you know, when did you decide goal setting was, was, was too hard and that, you know, I just want to do it and wake up and the results are there. You have some people who won't set goals because then it forces them to look at, what they're doing in their own progression. And some people who are very impatient, they're like, well, I really don't want to do that. I just want to, you know, I just want to start doing it, but I don't want to measure my results out. When did you decide that that's not you? When did you decide that? You know, think about that. When did you decide that intuition and measurable results um, don't go together. Like you can be very intuitive and be very mathematical and be very precise and be very uh, methodical about getting something accomplished. 
in your life. You can have both. You can be a very great left and right brain thinker. When did you decide that you were only one way? At what point was it the third grade that you you wrote a you wrote an essay and won a contest and said, okay, well, I'm not good at math anymore. And so someone told you that and in and, and some psychology class, you know, in the eighth grade, you know, you, you read about, you know, different, you know, way people think and you just, oh, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm really good at math. So that means I'm not creative. Who told you that? When did you decide that? I asked these questions because I, I had to ask myself these questions and I've had people ask me these questions. You know, and again, for my metaphysical people, like there are laws that govern the universe. There's laws that, you know, there's laws of thermal, thermodynamics, there's laws of physics. There are laws in success. It's a system, it's a formula. And what I had to do is understand there's, I had to adopt these, these systems and these formulas to get my life further down the road uh, where I wanted to be because I knew that I wanted to do some some great things in this world before I before I left this world. So, you know, I ask yourself, when did you decide to put these limitations on you? When did you decide? Now, when did you decide that, you know, eating healthy is such a big challenge and you just can't eat salads? I just can't. I've had people and I'm like, when did you decide that? Oh, I'll tell you a funny one. When did you decide that <laughs> people, <laughs> I've been to lunch, you know, I've worked and I've been to lunch with people and they say, oh, I'm such a picky eater. So I'm thinking when someone says picky, that means healthy to me. And so that person's like, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't eat this. I don't eat this. I don't eat this, but they just go to Burger King. I only eat at Burger King water burger. No, I don't, you know, we were going to La Madeline or something like that. And they were like, no, I don't, I don't eat that kind of stuff. I'm a picky eater. No, you're a limited eater. Like, when did you decide that you were a picky eater? When? You know, <clears throat> I remember, and I I said this in the first episode, that I, I wasn't a person that was really into sweets. Uh, when I was young, my brother and sister, you know, like cobblers and strawberry shortcake and stuff like that that just wasn't my thing and I don't eat sweets now and have I tried things yeah but now by once my knowledge caught up with me I began to understand like you know what I really don't care for a lot of sweets but actually you know processed sugar is not good for me anyway so I'm good with it right but then there's other things that I didn't do that I started to force myself to do because I knew that it was good for me, except for Brussels sprouts, of course. But <laughs> um, that's that's the uncomfortable level of being that you have to embrace to get the growth that you want. Because what we have to understand is this: when you decide and when you become hardened and and deep rooted in that belief system of of who you are, that's where growth stops. And usually the same things that you see in 
your lifestyle and the way that you begin to put these put all these hurdles and all these these walls around you and these detours and I know can't go here got to go back this way and nope you know this emotional detour this mental detour this 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 physical detour you become so boxed into yourself to where you have told yourself and convinced yourself that you could only be one way and even if you do want to make some changes some people have decided I can only change this way You know, some people go to the gym and like, oh, 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 I don't really want to work on my legs. I just want to, I just want my arms and my chest to look good. Well, if you're, if you're really training the right way, you're, you're going to lose. If you're trying to lose weight and, 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 and lose body fat, you're going to look a certain way. It's going to impact your whole body. You can't just go in the gym and work on your arms four times a week. Your, your body's going to look unbalanced. You can't just do one aspect of your being because you will be unbalanced. There's old saying, you'll never outwork a bad diet. Especially as you start getting older, depending on your constitution, certain things are depending on your genetics, but you can change those. But you're, you, you will never outwork a bad diet when you really start saying, okay, I want to you know, start to eat healthy and but I want to go to the gym and do certain things. No, you can't. It's imbalancement. We have to have this balance in our life to be able to maximize everything that we want out of our life. Because normally what you'll see is the same limitations that you put on yourself mentally and physically. You, you'll put those things in your diet too, in the things that you choose to eat. And this is the correlation because you start telling yourself, oh, no, I just don't eat that. No, I just don't. No, I just don't do that. And that usually that same personality type will it'll carry over in everything in your life. And when people want change, but they're not willing to become uncomfortable to get the change, it's very difficult, almost I will say improbable, not impossible. I'm going to use the word improbable that they'll reach their their desired result. You have to come ready to change. You have to come ready to um, be a little uncomfortable. You have to become ready to be a little transparent. Because the reason why you've decided all these things is because of fear. You you were afraid, you adapted, and then then you survived. And then it starts all over again. Something happened. You were afraid. You adapted. Then you survived. But now, let's become aware. Let's become informed. Right? We become aware and informed. Then the fear starts to dissipate. We start to introduce new habits. And the fear starts to dissipate. You know, the rigidness of your belief system starts to go away. You know, when, when someone, when you come to me, I'm not going to, you've been eating a certain way for the last 15 years. I'm not going to tear down your diet completely because I'm not going to shock you like that. It's going to be gradual things that I introduce into your 
in, into your life that will get consistency and then gradual we add more take out more add more take out more right so these things that you have told yourself over the years in your fixed you know way of being you have to start taking out some of those things and adding some new things in adding some new habits in right like change if you've if you've been listening to the same radio station for the last 20 years driving away driving to work excuse me change it just get in your car tomorrow and just change it and say for the next two weeks I'm going to listen to classical music on the way to work become uncomfortable in the things that you're choosing to do that you've told yourself that I'm not this and I don't do this and this is the way I am no this is the way you chose This is the way you've decided. This is not who you are. And and I ask this question, when did you decide these things? Was it three? Was it five? Was it 18? Because different things that you've adopted and you've worn this coat of called personality and you've put this coat on and said, okay, the sleeves fit. It's big enough for me. I can cover myself when I go out in the winter into the winter of life to protect myself from the elements, right? And that's people, that's judgment, that's failures, that's you know, job interviews, you don't get the job, all these things that you have, you know, failed relationship or whatever, you know, friendship, you know, friend not being loyal, all these things that you have, you know, endured. And now you put this this coat on and say, okay, I've decided to become like this to protect me. From this rain of, of negativity, right? Because when this 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 negativity comes, what happens is the successful things or the things that you really do well, they never meet each other internally inside you to where you can really blossom. It's like a piece of wood between two magnets that doesn't allow the magnets to touch. So you have all this great magnetism in you, but you got these blocks of wood all inside you as well that's stopping the magnets from touching and actually, you know, bonding together. This is why you're, you're, um, you know, you at a cellular level, you know, when people say, why do you drink, you know, why is alkaline water? Why is this? Why is food? Because when you start changing, you know, your, and I've said this before, you hear me say this a lot, your gene expressions about, you know, getting the things in your system to start changing your body at a cellular level, because that's where memories are stored. And so whatever you became fixated in and your in the way that you've been and way, the way that you have decided to be. And sometimes it's justifiable. I'm not you know, I'm not saying that certain things that you've done in your life, it helped you. It protected you. Right. So we have to. And so I still will ask you, when did you decide that? Because if we can pinpoint when you decided to do it, then we can start to peel that back and really get to the core of it. And if it's if the if the reason why you decided to do something no longer serves a purpose anymore, then it's time to let it go. It's okay to adopt certain survival techniques, whereas whether it's personality traits or rather, you know, you had to eat a certain way because of your economic situation. I get it. 
If you were a college student, you had to eat ramen noodles. I get it. But if you're 35 years old and you're making $90,000 a year and you probably only have one kid or whatever, or whatever the case may be, you can eat better. You can make some better choices than ramen noodles and and spam or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious. But what I'm saying is this. Certain things served us at a certain time, at a certain age, in a certain space in our life. Certain habits, the way that we ate, our workout habits, things like that. It served a purpose. And sometimes we we allow that to continue on and be like, oh, this is just what it is. People say it all the time, man, it is what it is. No, it's not. It is what you choose. It is. It is what you choose for it to be. I don't I don't leave everything up to, to just chance. I don't leave everything up to fate. And I don't want you to do that. You have a purpose. I can't wait to have that episode. I got some great guests, guys. I promise you, you will you will really love this episode. You know, that episode coming up, Purpose and Process. Some gentlemen that I, and ladies, hopefully, if I can get a person on, but that I really have such a high level of respect because I've seen them transform their life. And the purpose and the process, the process of fulfilling their purpose is, is the astounding, astounding transformations, astounding journeys. But yeah, I just want you guys to understand that, hey, whenever you decided all these things that have stopped you and got you to this point and you're listening to this, this episode and you're like, man, think, just think about that. Cause I, 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 I think about those things. I do. I'm like, man, when did I decide? Like, I wasn't, I just decided to do that because it just fit for that time. And once you realize the reason why you decided to do it, then if it doesn't serve you a purpose, then let's, let's, man, let's get rid of it. Let's get to the next thing. For all my religious people out there, when did you decide that yoga was evil, that metaphysics was evil, that meditation was, you know, sacrilegious? I'm being very facetious, <laughs> right? But you have people like that. And I welcome all, whether you're my, my Christian brothers and sisters, you know, Muslim, you know, uh, Jewish, wh- whatever you are. I'm, I'm not trying to poke fun, but I'm saying, when did you decide that this is these things are what they are and when did you decide to build your personality or build your life around these limited you know thoughts and beliefs because at the end of the day that very thing that you you have built a wall against may be the very thing that can help you transform your life if a person speaks truth and that truth can benefit my life then I'm, I will listen to that truth. And if it's a habit, I will adopt that habit if it can make me a better person. If it can make me close, you know, help me get closer to the goal that I'm trying to reach. If it can improve my business practice, if it can improve my ability of, you know, whether it's my yoga practice or 
if it can improve uh, the quality of service that I'm giving to my clients, if it can improve my podcast, if it can, like, I am willing to be uncomfortable and adopt certain things I've never heard of if it will improve my, my greater purpose. Because I decided that I'm not going to let my previous decisions dictate my future. I try to be in the moment and I try to tell myself every day that I am open to learning something new and I I think I do a good job of that and I want to convey that to you guys. Just be open to learning something and adopting something that can benefit you regardless of whenever you decided that certain things were fixated and certain things couldn't change and certain habits you had were just part of your personality and they're not like I said you just most of us we adopted these things because out of fear you know we had you know we adapted and we survived We don't have to do that anymore. And even if you feel like you are still in that space, let's talk about other things we can do. If it's outside of, hey, just improving your diet and improving modalities, maybe it's a shift in the, you know, where you're living or a shift in um, who you're living with or a shift in the career that you have. If, if, If those are some of the things, because once again, if your stress and hormone levels are up, the it's going to impact the even the quality of food that you're eating. I heard this a long time ago. You know, it says a um, a stress let's say a stress free free meat eater live longer than a stressed out vegetarian. I don't know how true that is scientifically, but that's probably that's probably right. That's probably right. I mean, bodybuilders die of heart attacks. I think, uh, was it um, the guy from Apple, Steve Jobs? Wasn't he a fruitarian or something like that? I, I don't know for sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, but we don't know, was it? We don't know the quality or whatever else. Was he, was he predisposition or whatever? But, you know, he running Apple, he probably had a high stress level. So let's let's be very cognitive of the things that we've decided and we've adopted and we've accepted and deal with the fears that we probably had, deal with what we had to adapt to. We had to adapt to certain environments and then we began to, like I said, wear this, put this coat on to protect us against the rain, the snow of of life because it protected us and we survived. Now let's become more aware. Let's get some self-awareness. Let's get some, some insight and let's get uncomfortable and start adapting some, 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 some greater things, you know. And I'm still not eating Brussels sprouts. I've tried to adopt that <laughs> because I've decided that Brussels sprouts stink and I just don't want to eat them. So that's that's my truth with that. But but nevertheless, uh, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you um, are struggling with, you know, just just let's just get down to hey, when did you decide? Just because. If you really start to think about it, you can probably pinpoint certain events in your life that you decided to, hey, this is how I need to be. 
And then you can correlate that to your your nutrition and health practices and your workout regimen and all these things, because this is how we're going to have these breakthroughs is working through the things that we've decided that's really comfortable for us. This is how we're going to have these breakthroughs with some of the foods that I'm going to tell you to eat and, you know, we'll suggest that you, you know, try and and herbs and things like that. Because a lot of times people won't try things because at some point in their life, they decided that this is all that I need. I'm just, and sometimes we'll fool ourselves too. We'll make ourselves feel good. So man, you need green, you need green, you know, you, you need green leafy vegetables. Well, I put, I put lettuce on my hamburger. Like, come on, really? When did you decide that? <laughs> but that's, that's the mentality of a lot of us. That's the mentality of, you know, I have been, you know, before. So it's, it's, you know, I, I started the show asking these questions because I've had to do the same thing. And I constantly question myself, especially if I feel that I'm stuck in a, in a, in a, in a framework of thinking or personality funk or, or I'm just stuck in resistant, you know, to changing because I am a little stubborn at times. I'm a fire sign. I'm, I'm an Aries. So I can get, I can get, you know, I understand my personality. So I understand that I have to really look at myself and say, okay, are you just hardwired? You just refuse to accept that maybe you need to adapt or adjust some things here. And, and I and I recognize that, but I also try to really dig deep into myself to understand when did I decide this? You know, at what age did I adopt this and say, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm done. This is, I'm 17. This works for me. And and I'm not going to change ever again on this particular issue or this particular habit or uh, whatever. And a lot of this stuff, I just had to tear down and be willing to um, build, build certain things within my the inner working of who I am, build it back up again. Whether it's food, whether it's habit, whether it's quality of people, all these things I talk about repeatedly because these things are so important because they begin to shape the way that you approach being the best version of yourself in your greater self. And that's what it's about. You know, the life force movement is about moving your life force, your energy, your chi, your prana, whatever you want to call it. It's about moving it to the direction that enables you to be the most productive person that you can be in this world. And that's all that I want from you. I mean, want for you, excuse me. And so, yeah, you know, and I can probably ask a lot of questions. When did you decide this? When did you decide that? But I'm going to leave it there. Give you some food for thought tonight, and um, yeah, just uh, really, really happy to, to share that with you guys. And like I said, as always, like I said at the beginning of the show, if you have questions or want to um, ask about this episode or or comment on it, please, you know, the LF Movement stands for Life Force at gmail.com. And as I always, say. Speak your life, develop your greatness, and protect your peace at all costs. So important, guys. Speak your life, develop your greatness, and protect your peace at all costs. 
And with that being said, thank you for another great episode of the Life Force Movement. I look forward to talking to you guys again. And uh, peace and have a great night. Thank you.